Ball games in the refrigerator. Doors closed. Lights are out. But it's getting hard. What is back and Pizza, pizza, pie. Every minute, every second, bye, 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 bye. Order spun the pie. Pizza, pizza, pie. Every minute, every second, bye, 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 bye. Pepperoni, angry peppers, mushrooms, olive chive. Pepperoni, angry peppers, mushrooms, olive chive. Meat therapy, therapy, advertising causes me therapy, therapy, advertising causes me therapy, therapy, advertising causes therapy, therapy, advertising causes. Hello again, folks. You are listening to our podcast, Could Be Your Life. My name is Jeff. I'm Caroline. Yes. Uh, this week, we are uh, fulfilling the promise that, that we said we would last week. Fulfilling is... the promise of a glorious new world. Yeah. Uh, well, someone's got to do it. That's right. Uh, we're talking about System of a Down, and uh, System of a Down was... Uh, brought up as a potential uh, episode subject by this fellow we have on the podcast with us here. Would you like to introduce yourself? Certainly. This is Brent, a.k.a. Trout Mask from Rate Your Music. Yes. And, Last uh, heard talking about Royal Trucks and now yes. talking about a very similar band. Yes. <laughs> very similar. Uh, yes, you were with us I on our Royal Trucks episode. Trucks. I what? love doing Royal Trucks. That was so much fun. Yeah, Royal Trucks is a really good band. Uh, but we are talking about a... I mean, they both play rock music, but that's that's basically where the similarities end, I think. Uh, kind of, yeah. So, why did you want to talk about System of a Down, Brent? Well, mostly it was from listening to your guys during during New Metal Month, and you saying that you were avoiding System of a Down for that. I was like, well, that would that's actually a better conversation, as far as I'm concerned, but... <laughs> Okay. Well, yeah. Uh, new metal. New metal month has uh, been stubborn in dying uh, since we've we've done faith no more and now system of a down. Uh, People loved it, dude. <laughs> we should revamp this whole podcast. Just do new well, metal. You're, you're new metal podcast. To talk about for new metal. <laughs> oh nah, man. We'll talk about Il Nino and Lacuna Coil and all kinds of good shit. Kitty, yeah, I, remember the all-girl new kitty, metal band? Yes. Kitty. Hey, they, hey, they're Canadians, so I've got to respect Kitty. All right. Do you? Kitty is Canadian. I did not. Did, know. You, yeah, did from... you have to hear them a lot because of like the Canadian content thing? Not so much anymore, but when they were like when Brad. Yeah, I didn't mean now, I, but. Yeah, when Brackish first came out, I swear that they played it daily on Much Music. And, of course, I lived in front of the TV at that point, so. That's funny. You Kitty, know that Frank Kitty... Black song, Brackish? That's a good song. <laughs> it and, sounds really And incredibly to... relevant to what we were talking right. about also. Uh, no, uh, Kitty was like a blip on the radar over here. Like, I, yeah. I, don't, I don't even know any of their songs. I just remember them existing. Yeah, I think pretty even up here they only had like two or three that were actually in rotation anywhere. Mm. But I mean, still better than a lot of new metal bands got. So probably not better than System of a Down, though. Nope, that's right. This <laughs> band was on top of the world. On top of the world. So, so Brent, do you you have memories of System of a Down or? Uh... Oh, oh, definitely. Yeah. Because actually, like, I, I must have misremembered this because what I remember was seeing the video for Sugar one night when I was watching, like, the metal show on Much Music, mm. like the Canadian equivalent of MTV. 
and mm-hmm. just being kind of floored by it. But apparently I had run into them before that because they were featured on the audio masterpiece that is the Chef 8 album from oh, South Park. Oh, yeah. Wait, System of like, a Down was on there? They were playing backup. Everybody to, was on that. Yeah, they Lean were was backing up like Puff Daddy and Mace on their song. Oh. You can barely hear them because like it just sounds like any other like slightly aggro group and then you hear have Surge doing like a weird chant at the very end of the track, but they're there. I did not realize that was System of a Down. Neither did I until I saw, like, was looking through, like, their compilation credits. I was like, holy shit, they were on that. I owned that CD. Yeah. I spent my own money on that CD. <laughs> I'm looking at I'm looking at this uh, track listing here because I did not own this album because I was not allowed to watch South Park. And I listened to my parents. But, like, you got uh, Crystal Method. Um, you have Crystal Method, DMX, and Ozzy Osbourne, and Old Dirty Bastard on the same track. On I the re- same song. I remember yes. that distinctly. Uh, uh, Joe Strummer with Flea, Tom Morello, uh, DJ Bonebreak. I don't know who that is. Uh, ben Mont Trench. There's some more nobodies. But like Joe Strummer's on this album. Yeah. And Rick James and Ike Turner. Yeah, it had like Rancid. It had Masterpiece. It, it had Ween. It did have yeah, Ween, yeah. That I remember because I've heard that song because I'm a yeah. Ween fan. But, uh, we all. But no, like, apparently that was the first time I heard System of a Down. Like, it made such an impression on me, obviously, because I had to be reminded of it. You know, <laughs> I'm loving that like, System of a Down played on a song that had uh, Lil' Kim on it. Yeah. And actually, I, I actually listened to that song because I wound up with, like, a bootleg that had a bunch of System of a Down compilation tracks. Lil' Kim just runs over everyone on that song. Lil' Kim is great! Yeah, like, I had forgotten that she was actually a legit great rapper. Yeah. Oh, yeah, everybody just remembers that time that she went to an award show with her tit hanging out. Yeah. She was good. My well, that was actually when Nicki Minaj started, just tried to start beef with her. But Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. But, no, she she's legitimately great, especially, like, at least on that song. I haven't gone back to listen to any of her other stuff to, you know, confirm. But I mean, my prevailing in, in the company, Puff Daddy the... and Mace, she is the queen. <laughs> I, I remember Lil' Kim mostly for How Many Licks with Cisco. Uh, I, I remember know, that very well. I remember that song. Yes, yeah. that was very risque. <laughs> I remember that video very well. <laughs> I, I, it's amazing to think of like what my sex education was as a kid because it was uh, Bill Clinton, uh, which it's interesting to think about now because how many kids are going to learn what golden showers are? Oh, God. This is Trump. <laughs> Yeah, your your president is just going to completely fuck everything. Like what? What president taught you about a sex act as a child? Well, see up here we had Jean Chrétien teaching us about the Chaguenigan handshake, which is punching someone in the face. So, oh God. Yeah, I, like I mean, think it was before he was prime minister, but general. at one point he he punched a cabinet member in the face and called it a Chaguenigan handshake. Oh, <laughs> that's pretty, pretty cool. odd thing to say. <laughs> that is kind of that is kind of cool, though. Yeah. See, we're more violent up here, apparently. <laughs> I like that. I wouldn't expect that, but I I I like it. Like, hey, just man. get it all out there. In the 19th century, we had a guy almost beat another guy to death on the Senate floor. That's right, motherfucker. Mm. Okay, you guys still win. Taste, taste that hickory. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Um. 
Yeah, System of a Down, uh, I guess I guess my earliest interaction with them was also Chef Aid, although I was unaware of that until this very moment. Uh, but I, I think like a lot of people, my first uh, time with System of a Down was the Chop Suey. Yep. Um, which I remember seeing the video for on MTV and thinking it was one of the weirdest songs I had ever heard. Mm-hmm. See, that was kind of me with Sugar, just because, like... I, the video for Sugar is, it starts off with like a network parody, and then just without any pretense, it just goes into that bass line, and then you see the band, and like, they've all got their face painted, and I think the drummer's in like a gas mask or something, and I was just kind of <laughs> like, oh, this is, this is these are my people. That's very new metal. Are you a, are you a Slipknot fan too? Because I think they did that. <laughs> well, Slipknot, it was more like confrontational, whereas with System of a Down, they just looked like they were having the all of the fun. Yeah, System of a Down are much more fun. Yeah, that's yeah, like um, that's the interesting thing about. I have some about... stuff to say about System of a Down versus New Metal because I I I understand why they're lumped in with that, but I don't think that they're New Metal. Well, System of a Down being fun, it's it's kind of an interesting thing about them because they're both far more serious than Slipknot and, like, also far more fun, you know? Mm-hmm. They have that... I mean, the subject matter of their songs is, is deathly serious at times, and yet they have this kind of musical sense of humor with, like, the the vocals and, like, the jarring just shifts in tempo and... And, well, and even some of their songs, they get into, like, really goofy stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, especially, and, yeah, yeah. Especially when you get to seal this album. But, right. Or, like, Cigarro yeah. off of yeah. Mesmerize. Or, mm-hmm. um, but, yeah, like, but that's the thing. Like, at that point, basically, any metal band that was had, like, any sort of inkling towards quote-unquote pop music was kind of lumped in as new metal, regardless of whether they really fit or not. Mm. Yeah. So, but I mean, like, and looking back at it, like, it's mostly just really shitty rap rock or decent industrial-ish metal. Right. And then there's System of a Down, who sound more like Faith No More than anything. Yeah. Or there's also, um, you know, the greatest fan of all time, Limp Bizkit, lumped in there. Yeah. <laughs> I think he might have, that, that might have been what he meant by really shitty rap rock. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, you know what? Well, you know the thing what, is, though? I remember there being much worse than Limp Bizkit, but I tried there listening were, yeah. to Significant Other a while ago, and oh, that is a rough album. <laughs> to you, I, maybe. Because I loved yeah, every second of it. <laughs> I don't begrudge you that, but I, I had to take a break partway through when I listened to it the last time, because I just could not for the full hour. Mm. Sure. So let me ask you then, uh, as a grown man, a mature man of wisdom, how how does System of a Down hold up for you today? Much better than I really expected them to, honestly. Yeah. Because I remember um, when I was going through like all of my 1998 stuff a while ago, I re-listened to their debut then and was like expecting it to have grown off me. But like for the first like eight songs on there, it's like this is legitimately amazing and then it kind of dies a little bit at the end but and then like i didn't have to force myself to listen through their albums for this they just kind of it was like being reintroduced to an old friend right oh that's nice yeah uh what what about you caroline i think you had told me you you knew like a handful of system of a down songs yeah 
I knew, yeah, like I knew t- uh, Chop Suey and Toxicity. Which, didn't we cover Toxicity once? We did, yes. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Um, I remembered BYOB and um, that's about it. And, uh, like I remember System of a Down, like I remember when Toxicity came out, the album, and that being a big hit at my middle school. And I remember watching a lot of like uh, Newgrounds, like flash videos that had Chop Suey in it. Kind of how I know that song so well. But I the most early two thousand sentence that was ever uttered by anyone. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, You want to talk about fucking end of the world? I got you. Uh, Because I remember that well. Um, Yeah, and but I never like really sat down with them at any point until last week Mm. and then this week too but they're um they're good there's elements to them that like where i'm like it's it's a little much for me but (laughs) i mean i think they're a good band yeah i mean uh like everyone else i owned toxicity back in the day uh i was quite fond of it back then um I, I think I, it's good. I, I do. I do. I, I, I think for the most part, System of a Down is a good band. I, you know, they're, I think they're better than Rage Against the Machine, but they kind of have oh, yeah. the same like meathead quality occasionally. I used to get them mixed me... up Yeah. because I was like, well, they're, they're both like kind of lumped in with new metal and they're both like political. And so I used to get mixed up, like which one is the Armenian one. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and it turns out it's this one down. Um, one but, that doesn't aspire to rap at any point. Yeah. That's that's true also, but that's like true. not like if if I couldn't remember like which band did what song, then yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's funny actually when we when we did our rage episode, I had mildly positive things to say about them, but I I actually listened to the self-titled Rage album again fairly recently and I thought it sounded like shit. So, uh, yeah. I saw a guy do. Uh, I saw a guy do um, running at the polls at karaoke once. Oh yeah. At a really shitty karaoke bar. Hmm. That was fun. I uh, could, that song would probably be fun to karaoke. I have to admit, like, I would probably sound like time. shit doing it, but. Oh, I would kill some rage at karaoke. Make no mistake. But I'm saying, uh, you know, maybe take what I say on this podcast with a grain of salt. Because it's usually my uh, in-the-moment impressions. Uh, but that said, I think it's safe to say that I like System of a Down. Uh, you know, it, it's just, it's good. Like, it's just fun music, I think, a lot of the time. We're the nice people! Yeah, they, they yeah. Have, they have a lot of energy and, like, a, a good sense of humor. And, like, the politics are coherent. And uh, it's a little conspiracy theory at times. <laughs> yeah. but I think once you get once you get into like leftist politics, oh yeah, uh, you're gonna get kind of conspiracy theory. You're getting some like weird paranoid totalizing visions of the world for sure. Yeah, and I don't know like I don't know like their specific like political philosophy mm-hmm. other than you know kind of. Uh, acknowledging the Armenian genocide, right? But which we should all do, just as people. Which we should all do. I don't mean sure. to laugh at that. That's just like kind of the thing that I knew about them before I listened to them. Right. Well, because the thing is, I remember like owning their debut album. I lost it at some point, and either either one of my house got broken into when I moved one time. But mm-hmm. 
they had like little snippets like before each of the songs and a lot of them were about like CIA mind control and its relation to the relation to the Kennedy assassination and just like okay step back a bit there <laughs> yeah 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 they have some of these on um on Wikipedia and we have um before the song Mind, uh, Mind Control Technology has been used by the CIA since the 1950s as part of their non-lethal covert weapons program. Against who? Um, who were they using? I don't know. All you specifically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. There. I mean, there are elements of that which is true, but um, like there have been experiments in that stuff, mm. but I don't know exactly how like. Oh, yeah. I mean, the CIA is shady as fuck. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, and the thing is, I also like stumbled down a YouTube rabbit hole at some point and found some really early System of a Down concerts where Surge was ranting about that between songs. Oh, sure. I, I'm sure that you could get that guy going pretty easily. He had, he had crazy eyes going pretty heavily back in their early days. <laughs> I'm sure he did. Of course he did. Well, he does when he sings, certainly. Yeah. Um, but I think you have to make crazy eyes to, you know, make some of the sounds that, that to sing like that, yeah. makes. Um, well, actually, the, the funniest thing that came up from, like, watching those concerts is, like, they were apparently, like, in the L.A. hardcore scene, at, like, in their earliest days. And I would not have wanted to be the band that had to follow them on stage because they were they were all out there. Mm. <laughs> mm. Like, I remember, I think one of them, like, they were, they said that Kingpin was up next, and Kingpin are, like, the most boring of L.A. hardcore bands to ever exist. And it's like, this is the band that's opening for them, is System of a Down. That's, that can't be good for them. <laughs> was was Kingpin the band? Were they in the movie Kingpin? I don't think I so. Don't with, think uh, so. <laughs> with, I think, Dana Carvey, maybe? Was that who was no, in that? No, it was Bill Murray and Kingpin Woody Harrelson. Was, yeah, it was uh, the Har- Harley Brothers thing. Yeah, yeah oh, yeah. I guess I got Woody Harrelson mixed up with Dana Carvey. That's a rough road. <laughs> Easy mistake to make. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, it's funny. Uh, I've actually heard uh, System of a Down was not the greatest live band in the world. Uh, a lot of people that I know who have seen them have said they're a bit uh, sloppy, which kind of makes sense given how, you know, there's these like abrupt shifts in a lot of their songs. Well, and I think that like would the songs were hard to nail live. better in their early days because they weren't quite as the songs were weren't quite as complex. Mm. So like they could afford to be a little looser on stage, whereas like trying to pull off some of the stuff on like hypnotize and mesmerize while having that looseness just probably doesn't work as well. Mm. That makes sense. Um, but I mean, they were. I would see them live. I mean, they're reuniting apparently. So. Th- yeah. Uh, They're going to have some things to say about this this couple of years. I, I would imagine. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, I, I guess th- they said they're coming out with another album this year. Is that right? Or I, I heard something along those lines, but I forget the specifics. Yeah. Just that they're reuniting. Right. Or coming back from hiatus or whatever they mm-hmm. termed it as. Well, they played some shows in the last couple years also, like in 2015 and 2016, so I, I guess they have been reunited, maybe, but... Well, and I mean, like, I think that um, uh, half the band was in that, like, in was part of some of uh, Scars on Broadway or something that I never actually listened to, because even though, like, I think it was the guitarist and the drummer, and even though the drummer is amazing, the guitarist is the worst part of System of a Down, like, is when, especially <laughs> when he sings, Damn. so... 
Um, I I mean I don't think you know he's not the most technically adept guitarist I suppose, but yeah, I I think his playing has personality. Yeah, uh, well, I, I'm more thinking of him as like a front like a quasi frontman. Right. That those moments like because when he started to kind of assert his like his dominance on the later albums, those were usually the points of those albums were like, really, you wanted to do this? <laughs> sure. You're talking well, about we'll Cigar again? Machine, I guess. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I guess we can we can get into these albums here. Uh, starting in 1998 with the self-titled album. It's got a hand on the cover. Sorry to say, uh, a famous uh, anti-fascist um poster uh that was uh contemporary to third reich and it says uh a hand has five fingers like use use your five fingers to smash the enemy or something yeah so that's what that is a reference to i see so Uh, i appreciate any anti-fascist message i also remember uh there being a weird Unabomber-esque manifesto on the inside of this album. Probably. <laughs> Probably. Uh, <laughs> which, I remember one of my friends had it and looking through it and thinking, like, this is beyond me as a 12-year-old. But... Oh, they have it on um, they have it on Wikipedia. Do you want me to read it? Sure. Announce your anthems on the ceiling. We dance. Annex by power. Casual neckties embrace the hungry hunger further. Images rule through the media. Commercial Orwellianism producing unveiled icebergs. Running transparent electrical cables. Curving string ensembles. Witnessed by hangings from flagpoles of souls avenged by Dr. Clock. Fresh paint. Naked melting figures mixing the revolution against TV set at the hands of brutal men in their military business world let us instigate the revolt down with the system exclamation point it's true man yeah that that's a bunch of words <laughs> yeah they're on some shit there for sure <laughs> um where does the name system of a down come from that's a good question i know that it was originally victims of a down but yeah, then it was, they a, changed it was a poem that either surge or darren wrote at some point when like before the band had actually formed that they adopted as their name Hmm. But what does it mean? I, I feel like it's a reference to the Armenian genocide, but I don't want to say that for sure. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's not a topic I know a lot about, so I'll stay out of it. I know it was bad. Yeah, I know that it. I know that it happened, and I know it was bad. But we don't learn about that here because of you know bad stuff. So, <laughs> so I don't know about it. Um. It is sort of interesting that this, you know, this band is composed of all Armenian Americans. Like they went to, um, I know that um, at I, least a I few mean, of them went to the same high yeah, school. they went to like the same Armenian high, school. high school. I guess probably it was kind of like a like an enclave of Armenians in in this mm-hmm. uh, in Hollywood. Yeah, right. Um, so I guess it like makes sense, but it is still sort of interesting. It's not. It's not a band you see every day. A rock band of Armenian Americans. We don't see a lot of Armenians around. Like they're around. <laughs> like the Kardashians. Well, there's one the family of Armenians that you see a lot of around. <laughs> huh? The Kardashians. Yeah. yeah, they're they're the big ones. Yeah, but so the Armenians are in the public eye still, but just one family worth of them. Mm. Sure. So one, the Kardashians one and System of a Down. 
Yep. Those are, yeah, if you know any Armenians, those are the ones that you know. <laughs> Do you think yeah. they've ever hung out? I mean, they're Armenians. Yeah, like, do, do they know each other? <laughs> <laughs> they all know each other. Yeah, don't they all know each other? <laughs> I don't know. It, wouldn't, it would shock me to know that they had, but it, or it wouldn't shock me to know if they had, but it wouldn't shock me to know that they would keep their distance from each other either. Right. Sure. Um, but yeah, this album. Uh, what do we think about this album? I think it is pretty good. For the first eight songs, it is my favorite album of theirs. And then the last, uh, Mind and People especially, just kind of completely stall it out. And then it kind of doesn't recover. But yeah. those first eight songs are just mm-hmm. so I, good. I agree, actually. This um, this does sort of fall off in the second half. But, but that first half is real good. Mm. Um, so we're in agreement there. Uh I mean, uh, here's the thing, is that, like, I wouldn't say they didn't change at all, but, like, the basic building blocks of System of a Down are pretty consistent through all of their albums, I think. Yeah. So. I feel like they got more ambitious, but they didn't necessarily change their uh, their outlook. Right. Because, like, this is easily, like, the least ambitious their album, of their albums, but it, that doesn't mean that it's not also awesome. I guess that's probably true, but but even here, I mean, you you get a good dose of their kind of oddball sensibility on stuff like sugar. Oh yeah, which you know breaks off into like a hoedown for <laughs> the pre-chorus and sure, like like it would. Right. demo version of this from like i think it was from like 1995 or 1996 when they first got together and it's like half the speed it's excruciating to hear that version really? wow. yeah like i i don't know if it's, a, if it's all half speed or if they just don't speed up quite as much going into the verses but it just it sounds so leaden mm. especially because like i've lived with this like the album version since i first heard it in like i think it was early 99 that i heard it so hearing that version at some point was like, oh god, they really just changed everything for the better after this. Yeah, man, I can't even imagine hearing that at like a slower speed. <laughs> yeah, it, it does not work. Mm. Um, you've also got Sweet Pea on here, which is pretty great. Yeah, that's uh, a really good opener. 
It is. Yeah, those harmonics, just introducing the album, that's like, (laughs) okay. I'm kind of a sucker for harmonics, man. Like, you got some good harmonics in there, I'm down. Well, that was like kind of a hallmark of some of the new metal bands was that they used slash abused harmonics as much as they possibly could. Yeah, that's true. That is very true, actually. Um, nobody, nobody, and nobody does it like Big Black did it, you know. No, it's true. So, Brent, what what are your favorite songs on here? Well, Sugar for sure. Just like it was the first song that I remember hearing from them, and it really like kind of got me on their wavelength before most of anyone else in my school was was there. Like, uh, what else was it? I'm, I really like War, too. War? War? Well, war? Yeah. <laughs> it does have the question mark at the end there. So. <laughs> right. And uh, and Pluck at the very end of the album is, like, that's some potent stuff. Politically lying, unholy, cowardly killers. That's I prefer just calling for. it Pluck because it's... I prefer just calling it Pluck because that's... Was trying way too hard for the acronym. <laughs> yeah, I'll give them credit for ambition. Uh, God, God bless them. They're trying. <laughs> yep. Um, but yeah, like this is um, I mean it's 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 a very confident sounding and assured debut. It it pretty much has everything in its right place. I think. Uh, I will say that I'm really glad that it's that Rick Rubin was the one who produced them as opposed to Ross Robinson because I can just imagine Ross Robinson ruining the sound. (laughs) I I am not a fan of his production style. Yeah, Yeah, we got Rick Rubin back. Uh, Yeah, dude. (laughs) Yeah, Rick Rubin was a pretty heavy player during New Metal Month. I produced Linkin Park, among others. Rick Rubin did. No, Robinson. No, Rick Rubin did too. I think Rick Rubin. Yeah, I know. I, I'm almost positive that he produced the first um, Corn album. No, I'm pretty sure that was Ross. You're thinking of Ross Robinson, dude. Ah, fuck. You're right. God damn it. I mean, you know, they they both got double R's. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he did do Linkin Park, though. He did. Rick Rubin, your dude. Yeah. Okay, he did Minutes to Midnight. That's right. Yeah. So, so. Later, Lincoln Park. <laughs> that thing yeah. is dog shit. Yes, it is. Like it's pretty tough to be the worst Lincoln Park album, but Minutes to Midnight. Speaking of someone who has not listened to anything of theirs beyond Meteora, I will take your word for it. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just like a really bad U2 album. Like, take. Th- that's the impression I got because like that. The old the um the drugstore they used to work at they would have the singles from later Lincoln Park albums pop up on their radio station, and they were bad. Yeah, yeah. Lincoln Park are a bad band. They like, are. Like remarkably so. No. And, and yet again, that was another one where I was kind of in on the ground floor, at least for Northern British Columbia, because I happened to be visiting my dad over one over the time when One Step Closer first broke. And he was down in Windsor, which was right across the river from Detroit. So, so you they mean when One Step Closer was just about to break? 
just about to break. Yes, <laughs> I was avoiding making that pun, but thank you. <laughs> no, so like I, but before it like started getting any traction on like much music or any radio up here, like I was telling people, no, you need to listen to this band because they are they are awesome. And little did I know that they were going to become like the a blight upon my life in like two years. <laughs> <laughs> so your dad lives in Windsor. Yeah, I've been there. Oh yeah, yeah. The what one a, Canadian a, city I've been to because my mom lives in Michigan, so you know it's right across, right across the way. It's right across the way, and the drinking age is nineteen as opposed to twenty-one, so they get a lot of U.S. tourism. <laughs> well, that was a long time ago. To give you an idea of when I went to Windsor, we went there because we were looking for Beanie Babies. <laughs> huh. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> so we're talking that's like ninety-six, ninety-seven. Yeah. What a beautiful story. Yeah. Did you find any? Uh, I think we did. Cool. If I remember. Man, Beanie Babies. Mm. That was a thing. That takes <laughs> <Yep>. you back. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I mean... I don't know if there are necessarily like... Uh, I guess all the individual songs on this album that I like... I mean, we've kind of pointed them out already sweet peat and sugar and i like suggestions a lot i was gonna shout out suggestions i really like that song Mm -hmm. you know i like i like that double time hi-hat you know yeah i I appreciate that whenever that comes out well and and surge's voice just goes crazy at the end there when he's doing like the ships are coming (laughs) i can't get my voice to do that (laughs) few few can and ultimately, I think Serge is the thing that I like most about this band is that I I, I think he's a really great singer, and he is. I appreciate yeah. how versatile his voice is, also. And um, and he's he the he, he's the um, he's like the Dean Ween of System of a Down. <laughs> how is he the Dean Ween of System of a Down? Because he's he can do a lot of stuff. Thank you. Give it to me like X. X gonna give it to you. Yeah. Um. But and and I actually think he he harmonizes very nicely with Darren. Uh. Yeah, they definitely work well together. Yeah. I I I just like listening to him sing, and I like listening to them sing together. Well, like that's one of the things that really stands out about Pluck is when they have when they're doing like that the counter melodies with each other during the bridge. It's mm-hmm. like that's that's just a really nice sound, right? Even though they're talking about you know millions of Armenians being murdered. Sure, <laughs> it's easy to forget when you're listening to their soaring harmonies. Yep. Um, are are there any other songs you want to shout out on here? Like it, it's it kind of all. I don't want to say it, it blends all runs together, together a little bit. It does a little bit. <laughs> yeah. like, like I said, the, the first eight songs are well worth keeping around. It's uh-huh. the, it's after that it gets kind of dodgy. Hmm. But I, I think it's a it's a solid it's a solid album and and definitely a um a, a very self assured debut. Yeah. Sure. That really uh they let you know System of a Down was here. You wanna you wanna know one thing that I really hate about System of a Down? Hmm. And as soon as I say it, you're gonna be like, oh yeah. I can't it's their wait. bass their bass player's beard. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Look at that look at that thing. We're talking about, you know, 
late 90s, early 2000s. He still has it, though. Yeah. Is is he still braiding it, is the question. (laughs) He's still keeping the dream alive, dude. And it's horrible. It's no. disgusting. He should be ashamed of himself. I, I, honestly, I think it's the combination of like the braided beard and that really intense stare that he has. That he has is just—it's unnerving. Also, he's a bass player. And, and look, listen, I know that I am also a bass player, but like, you get a guy—you get a guy with a beard like that—that's also a bass player. That's a recipe for disaster. Well. I suppose that's true, but at least he's not in like 311 or something. Yeah, I'm sure that guy. He could sure very well be from the look of him, but. I'm pretty sure that 311 had the comedy fat bass player as opposed to the <laughs> intense, creepy bass player, so. True. Uh, true. Good for Lev. Yeah, much like Corn, actually, also. I think Papa Roach had one too. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, that's good to have around in your stock new metal characters that you can fill out <laughs> your band with. Yeah, your new metal central cast. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that that stare that the bass player does, I feel like they all do that. Sure. Dar- they all do variations on it. <laughs> right? <laughs> they all have that, like, bug-eyed fucking thing going on. Well, the drummer, I think, just has, like, that really focused one, but everyone else just has kind of the, like, we are once we are one medication change away from going completely batshit right now. <laughs> right. Sure. Um, so, I suppose that brings us to Toxicity. Yeah. Yes. An album. Now that, we're talking! That I owned back in the day. Uh, that I loved. Now we're talking. Yep. And this one I, re- I remember because at one point... One, I had developed kind of the reputation as being the guy who listens to weird music in my oh, class. I know that feel. Yep. Yeah. So like, so at, one of my classmates just randomly walks up to me and is like, "What's that song about angels dying?" And it's like, "Oh, Chuck Suey." <laughs> like, and, and he was like, "Yeah, I've, I was heard." And I was like, "I have no idea who this is." Wait, it's about angels dying. Brent will know. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Uh, I got it's... I got bullied my senior year of high school for listening to Mersbo. <laughs> Well, you deserved it. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You didn't deserve that, Caroline. Thanks. But it, I, I, went through, <laughs> I went through high school. Middle school, another story. I went through high school relatively unscathed, but then I became like a real noise boy and I got bullied. Were you just like blasting venerology from your locker at breaks? Or? No, there was this guy who was like, bothering me in my math class he like sexually harassed me and i burned him a copy of flare guns because he wouldn't shut up for some reason i thought that was a good idea <laughs> that'll shut up <laughs> that'll show you and then he bullied me um hopefully he's dead now <laughs> <laughs> if there's any justice in this world that's right now i have a successful podcast <laughs> Uh, Brent, is Toxicity their best album? Probably. Yeah? Yeah. I say for sure. Yeah, I'm tempted to say the same, but it's also the album that, you know, I've heard a million times, so it's... (laughs) It's, uh, yeah, I was you know. amazed when I was re-listening to, to Toxicity how much of it is just kind of etched into my brain mm-hmm. because I listened to it constantly throughout, like, that would have been, like, 11th grade for me. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, this was, like, freshman year of high school. And, like, I, I had, uh, 
you know, around this time I started getting into cool music, but I, I still found System of a Down worthy. So this this didn't leave my rotation for a long time. Well, that's all good. Um, it holds up really well. Yeah, it does. It's really good, dude. Um, I remember like just thinking Prison Song was like one of the weirdest things I had ever heard at that point. It like, rules. Yeah. Like, well, I, that, was like hi- I was it's... hype immediately. Mm-hmm. And it's got that really, like, choppy riff as opposed to, like, as as you curved new metal to be, you know, noise rock made by complete idiots, that's, like, actual <laughs> close to, like, a noise rock version of, like, a pummeling chord change. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I just love... um. <laughs> I just love how fast like the lyrics are delivered on Prison Song and just oh, like yeah. how how he's like sort of straining to get all these words in. I especially love before the final curse the uh, the final chorus where he goes The final drug curse. Money, <laughs> drug money is used to rig elections and trade brutal corporate sponsored dictators around the world. are now your global policy now you police the globe well, I'm not crack my smack my bitch right here in Hollywood drug money is used to rig elections and train brutal corporate sponsored dictators around the world they're trying to build a prison they're trying to build a prison I, mean, I love I love the yeah. way his voice like lifts for the last few words though. Yeah. <laughs> like, Around the world, <laughs> it's just great. But hey, he ain't wrong, brother. And it's gotten worse. <laughs> it has gotten worse. That's the thing. All those statistics he rattles off are outdated, man. Yeah, it's they, worse. Should, they should update this song. <laughs> yeah, they should. An entire fourth verse about the for-profit prison system. Mm-hmm. Oof. They're going to have a field day with that shit on their new album. <laughs> prison Song 2. Yeah, Prison Song 2 for profit. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, do you... Hmm. How, how, like, politically engaged were you at the time when you were listening to this? Like, did you, like, know what they were talking about? I knew enough to know that, it, that I was on their side. <laughs> right. But I wasn't like I wasn't going out of my way to like dig into like very like go to all the websites and read all the manifestos from right, all right. from all these organizations. But like what they were saying made sense to you know sixteen seventeen year old Brent. Sure, sure. Sometimes that's all you can ask for. Right. Yeah. But like I I didn't know anything about like mass incarceration when I was like fourteen or whatever. Sure. Um, but well, 
if you think about it, like this kind of came at just the right time for like someone who was moderately pr- politically engaged because you know nine eleven was like the week after this was released. Yeah, yeah. And that kind of like shone a spotlight on all a whole bunch of things where it's like, okay, now I have to know about like this and this and this in order to be able to have conversations with people. Yeah. And like to to use like a really terrible modern word, but they were kind of the two thousand one version of woke. <laughs> That's true. I love it. System of a Down was woke. Yeah, like like Forrest Gump. <laughs> the <laughs> dumbest thing I've ever said in my entire life. Forrest Gump was woke. I don't even know why. I said it. Dude, you know the best line in that movie is uh. Jenny, this full profit prison system is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's when. He, Jenny's got that new, you know, socialist asshole boyfriend who like oh, slaps yeah, the her. Guy, yeah, the and guy he beats like her beats up. her up, or he like beats him up, and then he goes, "Well, there's like Black Panthers there," and he goes, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I your Black Panther party." <laughs> <It's so good. laughs> Can I just say how much I hate Forrest Gump as a movie? <laughs> it's a Everyone movie. hates Forrest. It's Gump, a horrible man. movie, but listen to me. I will watch it every single time. I will too, man. Like, if it's on TV, I'll watch it. Oh, I don't yeah. care. I've seen it so many times. See, I don't think but that I've ever come across a TV, so I've never had the urge to, like, is this as bad as I remember? Oh, yes, 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 it is. <laughs> oh, believe me. Um, so how about these singles on this album? There's Chop Suey, obviously, which mm-hmm. is great. It's yes. great. It's great. Yeah. And I, I definitely, like... That, that was my first time hearing them was when I caught the video for it on MTV. And the video mm-hmm. isn't, like, particularly anything special or whatever, but just, like, well, the it, song. It's got them kind of phasing in and out of each other, which is, you know, cool to watch, but not, like, really technically advanced. Well, it, it's just not, like, when I think... It like, was when Michael Jackson did it in black and white. That's true. True. Um, But it, it's just not a video that, like, immediately comes to mind when you think of, like, famous music videos or whatever but yeah um, if if they had one of like iconic music videos like it would probably have been the one for spiders which i i think like i don't think that got played very often but it it made it into like general rotation on much music for a little bit and it's like it's at least a very like involved video yeah like either of you ever seen it i haven't no a lot a lot of makeup and costumes and People in isolation tanks and other weird visuals. Cool, going Slipknot with it. Kind <laughs> of. Speaking of isolation tanks, have either of you guys ever seen Altered States? I have, yeah. I have you not. Know, okay, Jeb, you know that cool party that they're all at where they're all smoking joints at Bob Balaban's house and talking about science? <laughs> I saw it a long time ago, but... Well, that's wait. in the beginning of the movie. Okay. That is the coolest, like, movie party I've ever seen. They're all <laughs> listening to The Doors and smoking weed at Bob Balaban's house. <laughs> it's great. I would love to do that. If only that were our lives. I know. I would love to hang out with Bob Balaban. He's awesome. <laughs> yeah, he is. Think about Chop so- Suey. Oh, I'm sorry. didn't mean to interrupt. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> okay. Uh, Chop Suey has, like persisted though though i find that if you put like chop suey on in front oh, of a large group nuts. of people they will go ape shit 
Oh yeah, like, <laughs> and rightfully so. Yeah, because it's amazing. It is amazing, and oh god, the ending is so great. Like when you know the father into your hands, I commit my spirit. And then when the piano just comes yes, in at the last yes. chorus. Oh god. And that final, when angels deserve to die. Oh, yeah. Ah. Of course, it's kind of been moderately ruined from the mashup with Crocodile Rock that came out a couple of, like, last year. <laughs> I, have Wait, not, I have not what? seen this, but I'm amused what? at the thought of it. Someone, it's the vocals from Chop Suey with the instrumental from Elton John's Crocodile Rock. Oh, my God. Oh, wait, wait, I have seen this. Terrible. I have seen this. Yes, I know what you're talking about. Oh my god, that sounds fun. And it's great. Oh, oh, okay, okay. I haven't listened to it. But <laughs> I do definitely remember um, two things. Richard Cheese did a version of it. I remember that. And I remember the Angry White Boy Polka. Oh, the Angry White Boy Polka. <laughs> I remember that very well. I was a yeah. big fan of that in like 2002 or whenever it came out. I love what he does. It he goes when angels deserve to die, 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 die. die. Yes. Yep. <laughs> it's great. It's great. Um, then there's the title track, Toxicity, uh, which is also great. And trying to figure out like the timing of that chorus riff, that like that was like blowing my mind in in 2001. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, I don't think that's a very like complex meter but it's just like the weird syncopations and everything it's yeah. just like this does not sound normal and one thing about uh system of down is uh i hear a lot of frank zappa in system of a down just in terms of like interesting cra- crazy syncopation and like kind of making things more complicated than they need to be <laughs> I sort of get what you're saying. Yeah, I can get that. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, and I mean that in a positive way, because, again, as much as I shit talk Frank Zappa on this podcast, I was and am a fucking huge Frank Zappa fan and nerd. So, But that just makes it that much easier to mock him, because... Yeah, exactly, because I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> as good as he is, he is a bit, you know, too much, too much himself sometimes. Yeah, like... like it, God, it, like imagine meeting Frank Zappa at a party would be horrible. Because he would just be gross. Like, I would just want to talk to him about fucking 20th century composers and he would start farting and talking about women sucking his dick or something like an idiot. <laughs> you know, you would love to talk to Frank Zappa. Yeah, I would. <laughs> I would I'd put up with him, like, writing a song about me later, calling me a dyke. I don't care. I would still love to talk to him. Oh, I I also really love the ending part of Toxicity. Mm -hmm. It's, like, random. When I became the sun, I shone life into the man's hearts. Yes! Well, and and that elongated scream before that, too. Just, (laughs) like, how how does your voice not give out halfway through that when you're trying to sing along to it? Because you fucking surge tank hand, bro. I think he I can pronounced do it anything. Right. <laughs> Apparently. Uh, and then there's Ariel's. Uh, Ariel's is also great. <laughs> uh, yeah. I love Ariel's, man. It's uh, just moody. See, uh, at the time, I think it was like my my least favorite of the singles off of the off of the album, but it's still it's still great. 
It's definitely the least remembered. Because I forgot that this was a single. I remembered it. Well, what's weird is that, like, it was number one on, like, the modern rock and mainstream rock charts for, like, the majority of that summer that it came out. Yeah, I remember, like, hearing it on the radio a lot. Um, Okay. Like, other than BOIOB, I think it's their biggest hit, like, in terms of real world, like, chart popularity, it was their biggest hit. Yeah. Ariel's was? Yeah. Interesting. But it's not their most enduring hit. No, it's... Yeah, I I mean, Chop Suey probably... Oh, Chop Suey, definitely. Or B- maybe BYOB, but... Yeah, BYOB I remember very well. Um, so, this is the singles. Um, you also get some weirder stuff. You know what's <laughs> what I really, here? really like on here is, is X. X, sure. Yeah, that's got a great riff. Yeah. It's really good. That would be one See, I'm all about Deer Dance and Forest for the, like, deep cuts. Mm-hmm. Deer Dance. Deer Dance is great. Um, I everything about Deer Dance is. I love that like fucking <laughs> riff. Like that's great. Um, I like the lyrics. I love the beyond the staple center. You can see America. That part really I think like that. It, it, this is kind of the album where Serge's voice got more theatrical than just weird. Yeah. Like yeah, I think putting I think a lot more flourishes he... on it. Yeah, they were more they were more um, confident. I will say that with Sisu Down, like the theatricality of it is something that I I like for short periods of time. <laughs> I appreciate that they do it because like that's them mm. and it comes naturally to them, but just for me personally, I like things to be a little more like low key. I feel you, but I, I guess I feel like that element is Kind of it's like part of what, what makes them special. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it's not like a constant thing. They're not like always like in theatrical mode. They can they have they're not like they the have fucking um, like Dresden dolls or something horrible. <laughs> I have a few. You're not a Cardiacs fan, are you, Carolyn? I uh, I am a little bit. It's Caroline, by the way. Oh, Caroline. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, I once went through because they strike me as the kind of band that's like always theatrical all the time. So I actually do like Cardiacs. I like um, the Little Man and the House of the Worldwide Window. I like that album, but they're not a band I listen to very much. Yeah, yeah, and I, I get that. If you're not a fan of like theatricality in music, I can get that. Especially like when you get to Sing to God, which is um, one of my favorite albums. But I understand yeah. why no one like else would say that. <laughs> Uh, so fr- friend of the sh- friend of the show, cat uh, would probably love to talk to you about Sing to God because that <laughs> because Cardiacs are one of their favorite bands. So, shout out to your friend and mine, cat. <laughs> I kind of get what you're saying though, Caroline, because I I think um, you know, uh, there are some songs on here that you could call obnoxious. Uh, sure. Like bounce, such as bounce. For instance, yeah. you know exactly what I was talking about. Uh, yeah, bounce. Oh, wait, yeah. What were you gonna? I, I appreciate that. Like, it's just a song about a fucking orgy, and they are, <laughs> they don't try to code it in metaphor or anything. It's just this is a song about going to an orgy. Yep. There, there you go. Poco, 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 poco. Is, do you think that's a do you think that's a true story? They that they went to an orgy. Maybe, like a system of a down orgy? That sounds weird. <laughs> a system of a down orgy. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. You know, rock stars, they're always having that's, orgies. That's the thing. I always, I always feel like rock, rock star depravity. To me, that seems like so antiquated, but like people are still out there doing it, man. Oh, sure. Well, except now more it's, you know, rap star depravity as opposed to rock star. Yeah, that's also sure. true. And it's so much more depressing now. <laughs> well, because you see the fallout of it more. Yeah. Like, you really see, like, people going through shit. Like Kanye. Yeah. But he's he's fine. He'll be all right. Don't worry about Kanye. He's Although fine. Apparently he's like 30 million in debt or something like that. Yeah, that's that's Didn't a rough. That? Yeah, yeah, he did. That's a rough way to be. Yeah. How did that happen? I think he the, I think he was the like lifestyle probably, of Kanye yeah. West is yeah. how it happened. <laughs> I, I think he's I think he was probably manic and probably did like kind of uncontrolled spending, which a lot of people in manic cycles do. Mm. That makes sense. Not to get all uh, armchair psychologists, but... <laughs> hey, everyone else is when it comes to Kanye West, so... Yep. They always have it's the most He, interesting tr- he truly is public property. <laughs> um, so what what other tracks on here do we like? Uh, uh, Jet Pilot. Do we Jet talk Pilot. about Jet Pilot? <laughs> Jet Pilot is maybe one of the obnoxious songs I was talking about before. But... Yeah, well, it's like, it's like about a horse on a... On a jet? <laughs> Why are the eyes of a horse on a jet pilot? Is that a metaphor? Probably, but I just like anything that has to do with a horse, because they're stupid <laughs> animals. You say, my horse is a shackled old thing? Is that the line? I have yeah. a feeling that it's like a, like a metaphor for drone warfare, but I don't really want to get into that. Well, that was before drone like... warfare, though, wasn't it? Cause we well, didn't... before it was widespread, but I think that there was still, like... They Maybe knew the about it. Yeah. Maybe it's a metaphor for like his hog or something. Like <laughs> gross. Just just assume that every single song is a metaphor for some sort of sexual activity. Yeah, I usually do. It usually works. Yeah. Yeah. This will come to fruition on Cigarro. It sure True. it sure will, pal. <laughs> it real it really comes to a head. Um See, did did you mention Forest before? Yeah, I, I mentioned Forest, but we didn't really talk much about it. Well, that's Forrest that's not a great chorus. That's a single worthy song, I think. Forest. Um, it didn't really become. Yeah, it's so but, good. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but yeah, like you said, the chorus it's just so soaring and melodic. And, it's anthemic. It, yeah, it's it is. Easily as anthemic as Chop Suey, I'd say. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Why can't you see that you're my child? Like, that is so good. Yeah. I like science a lot, too. Um, just, you know, it's got that, Science has failed our world. Bow, now, 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 now. <laughs> kind of sounds like uh, like the soundtrack to, like, a, a shooter game or something. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> Dark. I like it. And uh, even though it's even though it's kind of on the obnoxious end of things, there's parts of Shimmy that I really like, like when they go into that like jazz break towards the end. Oh, I think Shimmy. See is that? Great. See that's the Frank Zappa shit. They go into jazz yeah. breaks. <laughs> it actually like my immediately like this time when they said like, oh, that's they're they very clearly listen to the Shape of Punk to come because they refused did that all the time on that album. <laughs> oh yeah. No, Shimmy is great. Um, 
and they used Shimmy in Tony Hawk 4, if I remember correctly. <laughs> uh, which, of course they did. Uh, I think I remember at one point like turning off all tracks except Shimmy and just like listening to that over and over again while I skated. Because um, it's just catchy, man. The... I like the like Middle Eastern tinges to some of their riffs also, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. That, that's that's a neat Well and then there's the hidden trap, which is just like that that um Arto Tunk I'm not gonna be able to pronounce right. that name. I'm gonna yeah. stop now. <laughs> but it's just like a straight up Armenian folk song tucked in at the end of Ariel, so it's yeah. mm-hmm. pretty cool. Yeah, it's based on a um, a church hymn, an mm. Armenian church hymn. Yeah. Nice. Um, is there anything else? I guess there's there's just like a couple songs on here I'm not so fond of. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, for the most I would part, say on the whole, like this album really carries you through, and I think yeah. it's a really good album. I do too. Yeah, like, it's it's. Even though it's got weak spots, it feels more consistent because they're, it's not like all the weak songs are bunched together in one package. Right, right. Exactly. Exactly. And I will say, if you if if you are maybe a System of a Down fan in middle school and you're like, ah, there's no way they hold up, well, listen to this album again and I think you'll be pleasantly surprised because I had never <laughs> listened to this whole album until last week and I thought it was really good. So there you go. And yeah. you you trust my opinions, don't you? One would hope. <laughs> um, so I guess that brings us to Steal This Album. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember when this came out. I also remember when this came out. Um, so I this... remember thinking that was like so edgy at the time. Not they called I it didn't... Steal This Album? Yeah, like I didn't know what it was referencing. Andy I didn't. Hoffman. Yeah, I didn't know about Abby Hoffman at that time, but I definitely remember being like, "Wow, that is cool." Well, plus, <laughs> like, like, that's, it was, I was also like, wrong wow, because so. like it, like the early version of it leaked, so all of the fa- their fans had already technically stolen the album. So. Ah, okay. But it, but like the early versions, it's not quite the same. But I think there's like Steal This Album has like two extra tracks versus the one that leaked, and they've changed a bunch of them like some some of them minorly and some of them pretty majorly like i think um the original version of uh uh theta waves has a completely different chorus mm. but it the steel this album is definitely better than the leaked version okay okay so this is comprised of like uh, outtakes right like from the toxicity sessions or it's kind of fuzzy, I think, on that, because that's what, when it leaked, I think that's what they were being billed as, but then the the band was like, no, this is, like, the actual follow-up that we were working on, and these tracks somehow got out. Hmm. Interesting. But it, they, they definitely feel like outtakes from... Yeah. Toxicity. Like... Yeah, if, most part, it feels kind of not as good. I, I feel like it's pretty weak, like, overall. Yeah. Like, um, there are... I'd say that, like, there are some good songs on here, but it is not a good album. Uh, I like the first two songs a lot, actually. Um, mm. The most intense song ever written about pizza. Yeah. <laughs> Chicken's 2 is hilarious. Like, yeah. I, I could listen to that. I definitely I remembered this one. I I definitely remember hearing Chicken Stew 
on a Newgrounds video. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, I think I, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, you know which they, one I'm talking that about? That they like animated a pizza being made with like pepperoni, mushroom, pepper, on the yeah. yeah, I remember yeah, what you're talking you know about. Exactly what I'm talking about. I then. remember that Newgrounds video. All right. I never got into Newgrounds for some reason. <laughs> you're better you're off. You're older than both of us. Yeah. So True. That's the thing. Like I think I, it was also because I had really shitty internet all through high school. Like yeah. I, the we didn't get cable internet until I got into university. And by that time, I was too old to really care about Newgrounds. So right, right. No, I mean, You're good. Newgrounds was most famous for like celebrity assassin back in the day, which um, uh. you know, you got to kill like NSYNC because fuck them, they're gay. Yeah, like, you know that was that was, was very basically much the main appeal of Newgrounds. And then like after, and then like, like if you were to go on Newgrounds, like after it, after the wave crested, it was just like. Like pornographic like flash really, games. Yeah, yeah. Like celebrity dress-up games. Yeah. But you know, that when sounds you... like the worst thing. <laughs> yeah, it was horrible. Yeah, the yeah. internet used to be terrible. Well, when you were twelve, it was an opportunity to see boobs and not have your parents know because Newgrounds. Who would think that a site have... called Newgrounds was... right, have anything sexual yeah. in its name? So. Yeah, and you got to hear a, a System of a Down song while watching a video of people making a pizza. Yep. So, the days. those were wonderful days. Apparently. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but, yeah, Intervision's pretty good, too. I love Intervision. Uh, I think that's an underrated song, actually, because I, I remember it See, being a single, but it doesn't yeah. seem to be widely remembered the way mm-hmm. that the Toxicity singles were. Um, but the I, thing is, I remember they played Intervision on the local rock station here, but they did not play anything from Toxicity. Really? So, that yeah. is interesting. Yeah. Well, what was, was mind, Intervision fucking recorded in Canada or what? <laughs> I think it's like I don't know exactly what their metrics were, but it was just like I I remember that Intervision was the first time that I heard a System of a Down song on the radio in Northern British Columbia because like when I'd go down to visit my dad, they were all over the place. But it just took us a while to catch up. Weird. Yeah. Uh, I just like Intervision a lot. It has this great like rolling quality to it, yeah. and um, I, I really love the like the clean guitar part that comes in during the chorus. This these like sparkly notes that play over it, like it's pretty. It's actually a really yeah. pretty song, I think. Uh, despite you know, it's actually like it's probably my second favorite on here, but that's and that's only because Streamline just has that really like jerky 5-8 rift that starts and just like yeah that's pretty much perfect so so streamline is is your favorite Mm -hmm. song on here yeah do you remember it being on the soundtrack for the scorpion king (laughs) i remember that that, i don't don't think i ever actually owned that soundtrack i and i used to like specifically seek out soundtracks that had system of down songs on them because (laughs) i yeah, I, this is why I owned, like, the Scream 3 soundtrack and Heavy Metal 2000. <laughs> oh, my God. Heavy Metal about 2000. Heavy Metal 2000. Oh, man. Not a very good oh, System of a Down Jesus. song on that one, but the only tolerable Insane Clown Posse song, so. <laughs> which is which one? Uh, Dirtball. Okay. Dirtball. I remember seeing the original Heavy Metal, and I it was not as good as I had hoped it was going to be. I have not seen it. It feels like one of those things that people built up to be better than it actually was, just because yes. it was like the first time they saw animated tits. 
Yes, right? <laughs> I, that is exactly what I think it is. Because See also I Fritz the cat. Yeah, because I definitely like remember being excited to watch heavy metal. I saw it like in high school, and I remember being excited because I had heard it was like so, like cool and weird and like edgy, edgy and stuff. And I did not. I thought it was kind of stupid. It, and I felt the same way about Fritz the Cat when I watched that. I did not enjoy it at all. I do remember. I don't think like, I ever watched Fritz the Cat, but I remember being really underwhelmed by heavy metal. You're good. <laughs> I, I will say I think Fritz the Cat is an interesting uh, relic of its time. If yeah. Not a great movie necessarily. But there, there but, are certainly better ones. Um, but uh, like heavy metal, I remember like flipping through the heavy metal comics at my bookstore like when I was like eleven or twelve, and there were like drawings of like full penetration in it and shit, Oof. and just like <laughs> Oof. being quite like taken aback by it. I do not get the appeal of animated pornography. Yeah. Uh, I think for a lot of people, the appeal is that, like, you can do things that are, like, physically impossible, but I also don't kind of really get what the appeal of that is. (laughs) Right. Like, what's the appeal of having, like, a giant, like, watching a giant woman, like, eat somebody? Because, like, that's never going to happen to you. Well, that's what makes it all the more arousing. I guess I don't understand people like yeah. I don't understand these fucking sex hobbyists. <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, I'm shaming. But it's our duty. I do want it to be known that it is our duty to kink shame the president. <laughs> Golden showers. My God, what a world. Um. Are there any other songs on here you like, Brent? Because I, I gotta be honest, like I, I can't Yeah really remember much of this. <laughs> like I, I hadn't listened to this album before and like I listened to it twice and most of it just sort of passed me by. Yeah, yeah, this one really did not hold up very well. But I mean, uh Intervision, Streamline, Chicken Stew, um I, Mr. Jack I think is pretty it's that it's got that like nice moody moody riff to start with and then just goes bonkers at the end. Hmm. The one where they're screaming "fuck you, pig" over and over and over right, again. If that. Right. Okay, I'm remembering. I'm just lo- looking at the track list, and I'm trying to. I think "Highway Songs" the other one that kind of stood out to me. Mm. But for the most part, this doesn't really do it for you either. No, or... no, it's it's definitely like it has its moments, but they are few and far between, and nowhere near as good as the moments on "Toxicity" or the self-titled. So yeah. Well, I guess we can move on then, because I don't think anyone really likes this album, is my understanding. No, Serge Tanky does. He said it was his favorite. Really? Mm-hmm. Weird. Yeah, well, I don't know. People have been... It seems to be the most, like, the least the serious of their albums, so maybe that's that aspect of it just appeals to him. Yeah, that's true. It, it has a certain fuck-off quality that, um, you know, I, I, I could see it being a fun album to make, I guess. Yeah. See... And the thing that I remember most about this era is the video for Boom, which they played constantly on Much Music because, you know, it was 2002 and we were and the U.S. was about to go to war. So, of course, the team up of Michael Moore and System of a Down was going to be a thing that people were interested in. It was going to be amazing. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're very much made for each other because they both have like Michael Moore's like very aggressive liberalism is really compliments them. Mm. 
<laughs> yeah. Shout out to Canada for not joining us in the Iraq War. That was a good decision in retrospect. Yeah, thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, smart move. Not like we would, well, our, our, our army is much more like a reserve than anything, so it's not like we would have been much help. Right, right. You could have um, clean, cleaned the planes and stuff. Yeah, you could have sent over some, like, token troops like a lot of countries did. Sure. But, uh, so that brings us to 2005 with the double release of Mesmerize and Hypnotize. I remember this. I also remember this. Yeah. I think by this time I thought I was too cool for System of a Down. So sure. So I had maybe... Uh, I... I definitely thought I was, and then I actually listened to Mesmerize and was kind of floored by how much better it was than I thought it had any right to be. Mm. Um, so how, how does this hold up for you now? Uh, honestly, there, it's another one where like it's definitely better than I anticipated it like holding up, but it's def- it's got issues. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not as many as the next album, but it definitely has issues. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely think that this is the superior one between oh, the two. Oh yeah, of them. yeah, yeah. This is, it's definitely better than Hypnotize. Um, you know, I I actually think it's pretty strong. Uh, for the most part, it's yeah. it's very. Um, I think Serge's vocal ticks are kind of at an all time high here. So yeah, maybe uh, you know, if that element of them bothers you, then I could see you disliking this, but. I, I sort of like they they really um I don't know like this is kind of a it's a strange album I think they and, got uh, they got way more ambitious on it yeah like, as far yeah as, like, the compositions I agree like I mean they released question as a single which yeah. is yeah. <laughs> nine sixteen time like I have to give them props for that <laughs> sure um I mean and even like BYOB like. That was a weird song. It is. <laughs> like, it, it's, it, it still is. It was a weird yeah, choice it's still for a, a weird single. Song. Um, just having these like disparate parts that it puts together. Um, the thing that <laughs> actually what I think about when I think about BYOB, um, Caroline, I know you do, but uh, Brent, are, are you aware of um, the column "Your Music Sucks" that was on? something awful for a while oh that was great i i remember it but i don't think that i was a, a frequent reader just because I, the 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 environment of something awful was not for me <laughs> sure. yeah sure. i was a big fan of uh your music or I your was, band sucks i was, I was a big fan um or your band sucks right not your music yeah. sucks but but they did a column about um system of a down and one of my favorite things is that it's like <laughs> at this part it had this picture of fdr and it said why don't presidents fight the wars because fdr was in a wheelchair you asshole (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah the politics of the song are very skin deep but (laughs) well i mean you you know know what it was the times though it was the times though well i mean it's it's an age-old point but it's a true one it it always has been and it still is why do they always but, send the poor like i mean is he wrong it, it feels yes, like I mean. when, when they say yeah. that it always it always feels like i should be waiting for someone to pass the pipe my way while they say makes you think <laughs> yeah uh, but you know but you uh, know what you know what it does make you think yeah 
efficiency and progress is ours once more. Yeah, same same age old, age old. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm right. Like I'm saying, it's not like a brilliant insight or anything, but he's not wrong. It's a pretty brilliant song, though, and technically makes them a one-hit wonder in the United States because it cracked the top 40 on pop radio. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. That is interesting. Because wow. at one point, like we were, uh, there was like a series that was going on in the uh, polls game surveys forum that was like Survivor for all the one hit wonders, and I remember seeing that on the list for 2005. I was like, wait, what? That was actually you know real world popular. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely don't remember hearing it on pop radio. Like I, I heard it on rock radio. Sure, I, remember I feel like it might have been like a side effect of like. Kid. Of like physical like sales of the actual yeah, like yeah. CD single, because that was still somewhat of a factor in 2005. But still, it's it's a weird thing to be able to say. Yo! mentioned a couple of times now uh this album has cigarro on it uh yes yeah which is a very silly song it very certainly silly. does i'd say that is probably the best of their silly sillier songs <laughs> no i mean i think it's pretty good but it's ridiculous it's a lot of fun <laughs> i would agree um i don't know, like uh, a lot of the songs have that like sort of just manic quality to them though on here um like uh this cocaine makes me feel like i'm on this song i hate that title that's so stupid (laughs) it's so stupid but it's so awesome no it's not it's just stupid (laughs) i kind of like it all right well you were both boys you're outvoted well the island i guess i gotta go (laughs) I gotta go home, and I won't get and I won't get my uh, Pontiac Aztec. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> well, no one needed a Pontiac Aztec. But... I just remember that because I remember Survivor being oh, such yeah. a huge deal. Season yeah. two just... was Survivor. They would just pump that shit every fucking episode. And you thought it was going to be like the coolest thing ever and then they unveiled it. It was just such a shitty car. It was hideous. Really all the like all the cars that came out during that time that I can remember were for the wrong reasons. (laughs) Because there was like the PC Cruiser which was basically a miniature hearse. (laughs) 
the the Aztec was the cube on wheels, right? No, that's um the Odyssey. I think you're thinking. Yeah, right. the Aztec is the one where it had like, like a built-in tent. Right, right. It was like for you to go on adventures. In, qu- in quotation marks. I don't even yeah. know how to describe it. It's just a hideous car, though. Have you seen like... Breaking Bad? Yes. Because that's what Walt drives. Okay, yeah. That's that's an Aztec. <laughs> Um, what else is good on here? Ravenga is Ravenga good. is good. Thank you for pointing that out. <laughs> like that, that those weird that weird operatic interlude that comes that just pops in throughout the verses. Just like when that happened, I think that's the moment I kind of fell in love with this album again. <laughs> hmm. It's yeah, and, and and that's got him, you know, doing the like saying words really fast thing. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Almost like it's his trademark or something. Yeah, yeah it's, this, it's this weird thing. Have you ever noticed how he always says words really fast? And then, well, like... He's got to get you, them all in there. Yeah, and, like, have you also noticed how he, like... You know, sometimes he's like this, but then he's like, oh! <laughs> you ever notice that? It's weird, right? Um, you got really It's also weird that he basically turned into Weird Al Yankovic at this point, like, yeah. looks-wise. <laughs> that's true that's true it's he did have yeah he had like grown out his hair so that he had like a weird not like an afro but like uh like an afro that's fallen like, like and he it, just it, and he it, just it had the and he shaved off his facial hair was the other thing yeah like it, the the afro fell under its own weight and it just like kind of parted like the seas uh yeah. you got violent pornography which is also another very silly song. A saying words fast song. <laughs> <laughs> well, unless there's that point where he just kind of goes bleh, 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 at the end of the like third repetition. Yeah, of the... <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, you got some good like melodic songs on here too, like like radio video. Um, it has like a strong chorus, you know. Yeah. I'm on the radio. Yeah, that's a good song. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh, I'm yeah. on the video with Danny and Lisa, whoever those two people are. Yeah. <laughs> it's never adequately explained. Danny, much. Danny Tamborelli and Lisa Loeb. <laughs> Only '90s kids will get this reference. That's yeah, right. <laughs> remember Lisa Loeb's cooking show that she had with Dweezil Zappa? No, no, I do not. But now I want to see all of the episodes. <laughs> it, it's bad. Well, they were famously, uh, they were a famous power couple. Um, See, I remember that part, but I didn't know that there was a cooking show involved. Or they, they, it was either a cooking show. It was on the Food Network. It was either a cooking show, or it was, just, it were, or it was like a proto diners, drive-ins, and dives, where they just went to different places and ate things. Yeah, Paige has told me that Lisa Loeb was the first girl she ever had a crush on. Also, that's a pretty good choice. Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah, she was adorable. She, of course. Those glasses were those glasses launched a million library and fantasies. <laughs> That's true. That's, That's so true. true. And you know, and you say she only hears what she wants to. Mm-hmm. I, Stay is an awesome song. I'm just going to put that out there. 
Um, I mean, there there was worse, certainly. There are worse songs. <laughs> that, yeah. I, I can't say I'm a huge fan of that one. It doesn't. I don't dislike it, but it's not a song. I kind of. Well, I feel like it's so. very much one of those things that's in my particular wheelhouse of choruses that have way too many words for it to be <laughs> actual chorus. So that's why you're a system of. That, yeah, I was gonna say the same. Well, thing. Well, it's it's the same reason that I like they might be giants because they they get very verbose when they when they don't really need to be. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Here's an interesting thing. Uh, this album and Hypnotize could be combined. Uh, their combined lengths would have fit on one CD. Yeah. So why didn't so, they do that? Because they understood that this type of music does not work well in 80-minute increments. Are you listening <laughs> Corn and Limp Bizkit? <laughs> That's true. Limp Bizkit's like, let's put 75 minutes of this <laughs> in a row. They probably also could have like trimmed the fat a lot and mm-hmm. just done one album. Yeah. Honestly, they didn't really need to release uh, Hypnotize. Is <laughs> kind of how I feel. But... Yeah, kind of, yeah. Is, with fun. Hypnotize, I feel like the good songs on there are probably some of the best of the two albums, but the bad songs are so much worse that it makes it really not worth having. Mm-hmm. What are the good ones to you? Um, I really like Holy Mountains. Um, yeah. I like Dreaming the- has that, like, another one of those songs that has, like, the weird vocal counter melodies in it that just works for me. Mm-hmm. So, I guess we're talking about Hypnotize now. Well, uh, it, it works to talk about both of them yeah, since sure, they're sure. kind of of a piece. We can kind of bounce back and forth at this point if we feel like. Yeah, right. don't, don't, don't worry about it, bro. <laughs> I wasn't we're having crazy. a conversation. We're just taking it as it comes. All right. Um, you'll you'll be happy about this, uh, Brent. That that uh, hypnotized debuted at number one on the Canadian chart. Of course yeah. it did, because Canadian charts are always better. <laughs> That's I, I don't have evidence to back that up, but it's probably true. It doesn't sound true to me, but I don't know enough to dispute it. <laughs> um, I'm, uh, and that. The the reprise of Soldier Side is another one on there that, but like it's it's especially like Dreaming and Holy Mountains could have easily just gone on to mesmerize and that would have been perfectly fine. Yeah, and just to- and just toss the rest of it out. Yeah, I mean there are other songs that I don't hate, but I hate Lonely Day. I hate yeah. Kill Rock and Roll. Yeah. Well, you know the I, thing about Hypnotize. Of... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I kind of hate She's Like Heroin, but that's mostly for the vocals because the riff itself is kind of kind of neat. Mm. It's the lyrics are kind of dumb on that song. I don't like heroin metaphors. Mm. You know, I don't mind when people write a song about heroin, but it sounds like it's about something else. But I don't like when people write a song about something else, but they say that it's like heroin. Mm. I, it's, Can you think it's, of it, an example? An example of which? Of the latter. Uh, this one. <laughs> I meant besides <laughs> this one. <laughs> what's what's that Everclear song about? Heroin Girl? Yeah, is that just about a girl or is it about both of those things? I don't actually remember what that song sounds like, so I couldn't tell you. It's probably about a girl who's on heroin. Probably, I know that. That's what all Everclear songs yep. are about. Yeah, I know right. Alizaxis had a rough uh, go of it. Yeah, yeah. Fun. I mean, Everclear's music is about sad girls in poverty. So and, and your dad. 
<laughs> yeah, and how much he hates his dad also. Is his dad dead yet? I don't know. I don't know. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. Like, he probably has an album about it if it's happened. <laughs> That's oh, true. Sure. Um, I don't like she's like heroin at all. Well, see, the thing is, it's, it's called well, she's like heroin, it kind of seems like it's about heroin. <laughs> I mean, I mean it is. It says no, ass, selling ass for heroin. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I'm I, just, just spitballing here. Hypnotize strikes me as a much more serious album, actually. I think um, it is. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's a lot. Or at least attempting to be. Yeah, it's, and it's then a lot kind like of and, sadder. And then vicinity of obscenity comes along, and it's just like Serge saying random words. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, uh, I'm speaking purely, you know, uh, generally here, I yeah. guess. But, but yeah, like uh, it just sounds a lot like sadder, almost. Like it's kind of a downer of an album. Like it doesn't have as much uh, goofy stuff. It, it. it doesn't have the manic quality that I really yeah, like yeah, in exactly. previous yeah. albums. So the points where it does come back, it's kind of it's kind of a relief. Um, but, it, but I mean, like, attack ha- attack has it. I guess kind of vicinity of obscenity has it. But that's about it. Everything else is kind of like very straightforward. Yeah, it's like ballads almost. Maybe not quite ballads, but. <laughs> Closer to ballads than most of System of a Down's music is. Um, which, you know... And I mean, I don't I don't hate this album or anything, but I wasn't... Uh, you don't need it. Like, you don't need it. Yeah. No. It's like their fourth best album, so, you know... Yeah, I'm honestly I'm pro- not sure if I like this more or less than Steal This Album. Really? Because, well, it's, an, it's one of those things where the good songs are make it make me like it more but also i don't think that they have ever written a song worse than lonely day (laughs) the most loneliest day of my life (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i I mean i i just um you don't need it yeah that's basically what i'll say you're good like don't worry i guess you would agree with me brent yeah Mostly, like like I said, you could throw, you could take Dreaming and Holy Mountains and stick them onto the end of Mesmerize, and that's still that's a good album there. Mm. Um, well, I guess that pretty much does it. Uh, System of a Down is apparently back together, working on new material uh, mm-hmm. to provide us with trenchant political commentary in the era of Trump. Although, you know, like, the, the way things are going, I'm feeling like Trump might get impeached. So. Impeached or assassinated? <laughs> or assassinated. Even I don't better. think he, I, I think he'll, he, um, again, um, Kat has a theory that he's going to die of a heart attack. Because he looks like shit. He does look like shit. He yeah. looks like shit. Yeah. Uh, well, we just have to hope that God is just and merciful and yeah. kills Donald Trump. Yeah. So. He's not, of course, but... <laughs> 2016 was proof that he is not. No, no. There's always hope. He is a cruel god. Um, so, I guess now would probably be a good time to tell everybody here... Uh, yeah. ...have uh, maybe a little bit of bad news. Uh, this will be the last episode for a little while. 
I am going on my honeymoon, and then I am moving, and then I am going to be super, super busy with a school thing. Uh, I'm hoping that I will have time that we can maybe squeeze out an episode here or there, but it it definitely will the not goal, be the goal i think would be like once a month schedule for a while probably yeah while for, for, for a few stuff. months yeah um, while jeff's doing his thing I, and th- this is know. not the end of the podcast i don't want no. to alarm anybody uh but it, it will be uh on a pretty infrequent basis for a few months probably so yeah I, i'm sorry everybody but but I'm, I'm doing big life change stuff. So, yeah. And uh, darling, we will always have the Facebook page. That's true. And please talk to us about things. Yes. Uh, I will probably be the one that messages you back on the Facebook, but yeah, I might. You know, be surprised. Yeah, be surprised. Expect either of us. Yes. Expect the unexpected. We will that's right. entertain you with entertaining morsels on the Facebook page, probably. Of course. Because that's what we do. Yep. Uh. Brent, thank you for joining us on this episode. No problem. Uh, it was a delight to have you and a delight to listen to System of a Down again. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Who, who are a better band than than they are given credit for sometimes, I feel. Yeah. Uh, but until next time, uh, I guess this has been our... Man, I'm kind of sad. It's going to yeah. be a little bit before you hear from La us. Da 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 da. <laughs> I didn't realize I was your last guest before the hiatus either. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, we're going out on a high note then. That's right. Mm. Indeed. Yes. It's great to have you, Brent. Uh, until next time, everybody. Uh, oh, I'm sad. I, I feel like I should. It's got to be some inspiring words I can leave people with for a little while. Ah, fuck it. Yeah, fuck Reagan. <laughs> hey, I'm inspired. <laughs> we could just sing Cigarro. Just... <laughs> My dick is bigger. I don't even remember how it could. Yeah. Remember <laughs> talking about his dick and how it could walk through the door and yeah, it's all with very... a feeling so pure. <laughs> all right, folks, you'll hear from us again before too long. Yes. But this has been our podcast, Could Be Your Life. And remember, we will always love you. That's true. So there you go. Goodbye. Well, I have a home longing to roam. To find you, I have to meet you Signs of your face, slowing your pace I need your guidance, I need to seek my To find you, I need to seek my end.